don't like compare your beginning to everyone else's three years of studying or whatever it's been. Yeah. Um, because there's just no point. It's going to be completely different because you'll eventually get to that stage if you keep pushing and other people will be looking up to you. Thank you so much for tuning in. You are listening to the Real Health, Real Talk podcast. My name is Ebony May. I'm a girl in my early 20s, a personal trainer and a soon-to-be nutritionist. I'm extremely passionate about holistic health and inspiring others to live happy and healthy lives. My goal and purpose in life is to encourage girls and women to feel good in and about their bodies. I interview some amazing women and share my own experience and knowledge in some solo episodes. Now, without further ado, let the real talk begin. Hello and welcome back to the Real Health Real Talk podcast. This is an interview between myself and Foodie G. Foodie G is a plant-based recipe developer. She does food styling and photography. She has released an ebook. She's just about to release another ebook. She works cooking beautiful vegan treats in a cafe. And she is just an all-round legend. I loved this chat so, so much. And it's actually in my parents' house again in town. So there is a little bit of background noise. But like I said, it feels like you're really there. It feels like you were hanging out with G and I. So I really hope you guys enjoy the episode. Foodie G, <laughs> welcome. What do you, do you want to call you? Foodie G? Just G? That'd be weird. Yeah, sure. Okay, G. Yeah. <laughs> um, welcome to the Real Health Real Talk Thank podcast. Thank you for having me. This is so exciting. Been a long time coming. Yes, because sure I think has. you were in, still doing year 12. When we yes. Were, yeah. I was too busy to even think about it. I know. You were probably, <laughs> I think you were like, oh, yeah, coming to like pointy end of year 12, doing exams and everything. Yeah. So you're probably like, <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, I'm so glad we can finally do it. So exciting. I'm very excited. Okay. I want to quickly do the real recap. I mean, disclaimer, we actually did the whole podcast and, <laughs> and I, I was going to say we forgot that it was my podcast, but I forgot to do the real recap. So this week I have been doing a lot of stuff for Nourish and Brunch, plus working and trying to get back into the gym, you know, when you go through seasons of like being really good at exercising yeah. and, then, um, and then you kind of fall off a bandwagon. And I've been walking, but I'm trying to get back into like gymming because I love it. I, I'm not the type of person who doesn't enjoy the gym. I really enjoy it. So yeah. I'm going to go because I listened to another podcast and it was like every time you go to do something, um, like a new goal or you want to um, have a new habit, you go to do something like go to the gym and you don't do it. That's like making it so much harder for you to go to the next time because you're actually like putting a new habit into place which is not doing that thing. I feel like I've probably listened to that podcast too because I heard that recently as well. Mm. That's I really I interesting. It's come up somewhere. Yeah, I can't remember um, where I heard it, but I remember like it really stuck with me because yeah. I was like, that's so true. Yeah. Um, what's your week been like? Just an average week really, nothing too different. Um, working at the cafe in town at the back in the kitchen and working on the ebook recipes. I literally just finished shooting and making brownies before I came here. I know, I, I saw that. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah, G brought some with her and I was so excited because I saw on your story, like, but first time you make brownies <laughs> and I was like, oh, it looks so good. So, yes. yeah, I'm very excited. So, the first thing I like to ask every person who I interview is what does real health mean to you? So I've, I've listened to all the, the other, your other podcasts mm-hmm. and most people, I agree with what most people, yeah, it's like the state of well-being, all, all, all the different aspects, physical, mental, 
yeah. social, emotional, spiritual, everything. Yeah, not just the absence of illness or disease. It's like um, when your body is literally able to function yeah. optimally at yeah. its best. And so, yeah, you feel like you're thriving. Yeah. I'm glad you mentioned that because I think I'm a big fan of this saying, like, just because you aren't sick doesn't mean you're healthy. Exactly. In the, the dictionary probably does say, like, yeah. health is the absence of disease, but it's so much more than that. Yeah. Because, and the other thing is, like, you don't just want to be surviving. Exactly. You want to be thriving. Yeah. And I feel like we do have that in common that we love to be able to use nutrition to to be thriving because I think that that's what allows you to thrive. Yeah. Um. Okay, nice. Well... Can you please give me a little introduction? Well, I feel like I'm a big 30G fan. So the <laughs> listeners who maybe don't know you um, or who probably do follow you, but we'll link all of that below anyway, um, a little introduction about yourself. Yeah. So I'm Georgia, or more commonly known as G on Instagram. Um, I'm a 19-year-old Aussie who's a, a true foodie at heart. I've always loved food since I was young, <laughs> baking in the kitchen with mum. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so now I'm a recipe developer, food stylist, and food photographer, running the recipe blog Foodie G, um, where I share healthy plant-based recipes and resources to inspire people to nourish their bodies with food that they that's not only good for them but actually tastes good and doesn't take a heap of time or ingredients to make. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. I think when people think about healthy food, especially the kind of food that you I look at your Instagram and it's so beautiful. Like all oh, the you. like the treats and stuff. You guys have to go and look at it. It's amazing. But I think people see that and they think, oh, that's too much time. Oh, that's yeah. too much ingredients. So I love that that's a priority for you, sort of showing people it doesn't have to take, you know, heaps of time. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be really difficult to nourish your body. Um, yeah, I really like that. So I actually yesterday scrolled down to the bottom of your feet. <laughs> your very first post yeah um oh no (laughs) no it was compared to like now (laughs) because i i looked at your instagram and i was like this is so professional like and it is like the food photography is amazing um and i was like did you just start like this so (laughs) i scrolled down to the first one and i think it was like a mango smoothie bowl he just said um first post mango smoothie yeah no No, it was so good. Um, so how did the Foodie G Instagram start and why? Yeah, so it was about the end of December in 2016. I'd been really passionate about food and creating things in the kitchen before then and I just never really had a place to share it or put it anywhere because I didn't have a phone. So once I got a phone in like the end of 2016, I finally downloaded the Instagram app and I'm like, okay, let's actually do something with all these photos I had backed up and everything. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so I started posting them on there. And, yeah, originally it was just to share healthy recipes and kind of act like a food diary that yeah. I could, like, look back on and see what creations I made and, like, a creative outlet pretty much. Yeah. Just to share it with people. <laughs> yeah. To see. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I think that's the same for a lot of people. It's so – it's sometimes a little bit cringy, like, looking back, like I looked back yeah. on my first piece. But I heard a saying the other day and it was like – if you're not embarrassed by the first thing you've done, then you started too late. And I think That's I like so that. That's so good. Because if you, I mean, if your first photo was like the last photo that you posted, like, you know, that takes a lot of yeah. skill and effort and stuff. You would have been holding back that whole time. Yeah, it's not like you're um, showing your progress. You're yeah. just showing like the end result. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so since then, and starting that as like a little, you know, food diary for yourself, mm-hmm. you've 
captivated like a really engaging audience of almost 5,000, you know, almost 5,000 people, which is amazing. How has that progress been? Like in terms of you like improving your photography and your cooking and baking and then that increase in engagement, did you see that coming? No, absolutely not. (laughs) I don't think any of us do when we, Mm. if you're just starting as like sharing your passion, yeah, it's hard to imagine that years down the road it can end up crazy with lots of people following but yeah um it's obviously taking a lot of time and effort and research for each of those things that you mentioned food photography and instagram in general um yeah um a lot of time spent engaging with people on instagram in a similar niche um, definitely helped create a connection and like a community yeah and that then grows because people share it and people yeah pass it on when they're passionate and can see what you're doing in high school I studied food tech and hospitality so the food side of that the cooking a lot of the techniques and skills and everything have come from that um yeah learned a lot through that but also just practicing and trying out other people's recipes and seeing the different processes and everything and then yeah eventually just experimenting yeah (laughs) with what works and how ingredients react to each other and stuff like that recipe wise recipe development wise yeah yeah that's so exciting um so I do want to ask obviously I've been following you I think I don't know for ages like yeah you're yeah. probably one of the first <laughs> yeah probably you have since then showed your face a few times mm-hmm. um why did that take you so long to show your face? And, like, what was, I guess, the reasoning behind not doing it? Was it, like, a conscious thing? Or were you, guess, like, building up confidence? Or I think it was a fairly conscious thing because when I was starting out, that's a really inc- interesting question, by the way, um, <laughs> because, yeah, I'd been thinking about it ever since I started, whether I was going to show my face or not. And when I started, I really just wanted it to be on the food and the recipes and just a source of inspiration for people, not focusing on me not like a personal Instagram profile yeah so yeah I didn't really post my face on there until I realized that people kind of wanted to see who was behind it yeah and then when I did post that first photo everyone was like oh it's so good to see your face and I was I didn't realize what impact it would have made people actually knowing who was behind the everything that they were seeing yeah but it makes sense like I think I love when I follow even brands Mm-hmm. And then I can see the behind the scenes. Yeah, exactly. Who they actually are. You do a lot of behind the scenes, like when you you show, like when you're shooting or when you're making a smoothie or something like that. But yeah. I think people kind of, I don't know. Instagram is like a tool that it's a trust thing, and yeah. like people follow you and they build up that trust. And then I guess to see your face, it was kind of like, oh, like you know, that's I know who that is now. Yeah. Um. So how did your do your engagement or like following change after showing your face? Um, I think that post definitely got a lot different interaction yeah. compared to the rest of my food photos. And obviously over time you're growing anyway. But yeah, I didn't see like a huge increase. But yeah. I guess those posts, if I do post a photo of my face, they're obviously going to get more engagement, I find, which is really interesting. You don't show your face that often. Do you want to keep it just a food account? Are you just like gradually, I guess, building up more of a personal brand behind Fruity G? Because I think that's what people kind of want to see as well. Like obviously Mm. your cooking stands alone, 100%. It's amazing. Especially because it is kind of an alias, Fruity G. Like people are so excited to see your face. Like do you have plans to, I guess, 
I saw the other day you spoke like on your stories and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I loved that because I, I love feeling like if when when you watch on the story and they're just talking and stuff, it's like, oh, yeah, they're just talking to me. Yeah, same with your stories as well. Mm. Yeah. yeah, well, so is that – because I know when I started doing that, I was like, oh, my God, I feel so silly. Like, I'm so embarrassed. And, and now it's just like second nature. I'll be like, yeah. blah, 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 blah. And yeah. then I'll post it. So is it is it a confidence thing or is it just something you're not, I guess, that interested in doing so it's it's not really second nature for you? Um, I guess a bit of both, but – I think in the future I'll definitely be doing a lot more of it. Yeah. Just because it's, it's yeah, it's nice to see a friendly face on your stories and actually talk, it feels like they're talk, having a conversation with you. Yeah. So yeah, I think I'll probably do it more in the future. Yeah. 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 Well, I really liked it anyway. Oh, thanks. <laughs> um, I mean, you do cringe at your voice the whole time and everything, but I know and they don't care. <laughs> people was, don't care. Oh no, people don't. And, and it's oh, when somebody like plays it while you're there. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, don't watch it in front of me. That's so weird. Yeah. So I want to talk about something exciting because at the start of this year you released a mini ebook. Yeah. Congratulations on that. Thank you. I have it downloaded. How was that experience? And did you have like any obstacles in terms of like maybe self doubt or just like being unsure of what you were doing while you were releasing that resource? Mm-hmm. Well, one of the biggest obstacles was probably just choosing what recipes were going to go into it. Yeah. Because I had so many ideas of like the thing, what it could be in general. Mm-hmm. And then once I got that down, I'm like, okay, well, what do I put in it? And then developing the recipes. But yeah, in general, perfectionism, I'm very much a perfectionist yeah. or perfectionist habits, whatever you like to call it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, knowing when to stop. And just saying, yep, okay, that's the best I can do. I need to just get it out there. I'm the same. I'm the same because if you don't stop, you never will. Yeah. Like, there's always, like, a font you could change or... Exactly. Like, a few more words you could put in or a different recipe or a different photo of that recipe. Yeah. It's it's going to be never-ending. So, I guess, yeah. So, that was an obstacle. I resonate with that. But what about putting something out there? Like, was, were you nervous to do that? Or you were pretty comfortable? Because I guess you do have a, an amazing community, like, through Foodie G. Mm. How did you feel about, like, putting that out there? Because it's different. You put you post recipes all the time and you have yeah. a blog. But I think putting something out there, like an ebook, mm. even though it was a free resource, yeah, it, it was doesn't... Yeah, like a small... Yeah, but, like, that yeah. doesn't... It's still, you know, an amazing resource. It's still quality and value. So yeah. was it, were there any nerves in regards to releasing that? Not really. Mainly just excitement. I just wanted to give give back to my audience pretty much yeah even though it was only like a couple of recipes but yeah I put a lot of effort into it and I just wanted to give them something in return for subscribing to my website as well yeah just as a thank you so yeah, yeah I was mainly excited I wasn't yeah. that nervous about it well that's good and, I don't, and I'm not surprised by that because you do have such an amazing audience it seems like a real community but I'm really excited I think I'm going to do the pasta bake for Christmas because it's gluten-free because it's got like the um, gluten-free pasta yeah and um yeah so my both of my cousins their girlfriends so I'm celiac and then um, my cousin's girlfriends they're both celiac and they can't have dairy um. so I was like I yeah. gotcha. <laughs> yes. I'll do some cooking. Yeah. So I'm so excited to cook like for them because we're just going to have like some special food at the end of the table. That's amazing. Uh, but you can't have egg either. So I yeah. was like, oh, this is perfect. So I yeah. actually um, got her to download your um, ebook because I was like, if oh, she can't have dairy, she can't have eggs, she can't have gluten. I was like, download this and then you need to follow um, Foodie G because you'll have all these recipe ideas. Um, 
But that's the other thing I wanted to talk to you about because you've got an ebook out. You also have the blog and you post recipes like all the time. Like, is it every day that you would mm. post a recipe? No, not really. How often? <laughs> I don't think I would be able to do that if I, unless I planned it way ahead. But yeah. Yeah. I tr- yeah. I definitely will be doing a lot more in the new year mm. when I can focus on that because I'm currently writing an actual ebook like in the process of making that. Yeah. So once that's out, then I'll just focus on blog content, so putting recipes on there, and then obviously sharing them to Instagram as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah, not too many at the moment. That's still, but that's so, like, how do you not run out of ideas? Yeah. Um, I'm a list maker as well. Mm. You are? Are you? Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have a feeling oh, yeah. you would be. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, <what> <laughs> yeah, so I've got a, a never-ending list of, ideas that literally whenever I think of something pops into my head I write it down yeah and then I can refer to it later but yeah I guess a lot of the inspiration I just like think of a food category like it might be cakes or slices or cookies like in general Mm -hmm. and then I think of like a flavor that I like so chocolate I know any flavor combinations that I think could work and then combine them together and see if something works well out of that or might do it the other way around so yeah. flavors and then so in that sense of like um brainstorming yeah stuff like that. I guess yeah. you're, you're a good mix of like a creative mind but then also like a structured mind yeah so you'll like have all that creativity but you have a way to like channel it and make sure it's not just like an idea that's like yeah you know, I goes definitely out. like structure <laughs> mm. yeah so do I and it's the same like if I have an idea for the podcast I will like write it down and then I'll, like, come back to it. Because I guess sometimes you might not have ideas. So you'd be like, okay, well, what, yeah. what have I had? Um, no, yeah. that's really interesting. Because I because I create recipes too. Like, I have them, like, not nowhere near as much as you. Because I, I, like, I like cooking, but it's not really my passion. Like, recipe yeah. for creation. Um, yeah. But I always, and I always, every time I look at yours, I'm just like, oh, my goodness. How did she <laughs> have so many recipes? Um but no, that is that is really cool. What advice do you have for people starting an Instagram or starting a blog, whether that be they want to do food photography or they want to do, I guess, anything? Like, what are your tips? Or that can be specific to food photography, whatever you like. Yeah. Um, well, first thing would just be to start. Just start with what you have, where you are, with the information you have, and you'll obviously learn and grow along the way. Don't... Um, don't like compare your beginning to everyone else's three years of studying or whatever it's been. Yeah. Um, because there's just no point. It's going to be completely different because you'll eventually get to that stage if you keep pushing and you'll look back and other people will be looking up to you. So, yeah, don't compare your content. Obviously, content is key and consistency, absolutely, because people want to be, if you're trying to build a following that's engaged and everything, they want to be seeing from you all the time it's that trust thing again yeah absolutely yeah they want to trust that you're going to be showing up yeah 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 i think that the way your copy (laughs) like your the way that you write captions and stuff yeah is really fun like it's really light it's really fun and like funny too Mm -hmm. i like that and i think that's a bit different um but i think the obvious thing is just that your content is so high quality like honestly could be in a magazine looks like out of a magazine and it's just and your point about comparing is so important because yeah if you had looked like 
I don't know, I'm not dissing your first photo, but I'm just saying there's a huge difference. <laughs> oh, you like, can, it's fine. <laughs> but if you, if you had taken that, like, you know, the little mango smoothie bowl, first post, um, and then you looked at somebody's post that was actually your, like, most recent post, mm-hmm. and you and you didn't, like, and then you compared yourself, then you wouldn't be, you know, doing it. Yeah, you you'd would, be like, oh, I'm never going to be that good. Like, I may as well not try, like, mm, yeah. Exactly, and, yeah, your photography and... I just don't know how you make it look so good. I'm fangirling. It's really, really good. (laughs) It's all in the natural lighting Mm -hmm. next to the window Mm -hmm. most of the time. It's not professional setup. It's literally just like on my desk with a white poster board reflecting light and that's about it. Mm. (laughs) So, yeah, nothing too fancy. Love that. Bit of behind the scenes. Yes. This is a question I didn't actually give you, so you can take some time to think about it if you want or you might just know instinctively. What is next for Foodie G? So I'm working on the ebook at the moment. That mm-hmm. I'll put so there's my, a second ebook coming out. This is an actual ebook, yeah, mm-hmm. like a proper one. How um, many recipes is, go- is it going to have? Do you know? I haven't put an exact number on it yet, but I'm aiming for like sixty-five. <gasps> oh, I'm wow. like majority of the way there. It's taking a while, but who knows? There's probably more than that. If I <laughs> yeah, I need to make sure <laughs> I can say stop there. Otherwise, <laughs> <laughs> it could go on forever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then next year once that's finally launched I'll focus on the blog and just putting heaps of content up there for everyone Mm -hmm. and then I'll probably start a couple more ebooks next year maybe like more specific recipe categories yeah so this next one can you do you want to talk about like is there a theme to it or is that a secret oh not really it's just like in general it's just mains desserts a bit of everything pretty much okay yeah so then next year you might look at being a bit more specific in yeah. terms of like themes. Yeah. Wow, that's so exciting. Okay, well I've loved this chat, but the def- I haven't sent you these. These are quick cues, and if you know that I do these, so yeah. um, just whatever comes to your mind first. So your favourite fruit. Oh, that's so hard. <laughs> I literally <laughs> I love was, every fruit. I was writing this, and I was like, I think I don't know. I feel like probably mango. I was gonna say, yeah. I was gonna say, I feel like it'll be mango for you, especially your first post is mango. So. Yeah. Okay, mango. Um, and this is, I mean, they made this really hard for you. What is your favorite recipe you've ever created? <laughs> oh wow! Like a standout one. It doesn't have to be the top. There's so many in the ebook. The the one that I'm doing at the moment that I'm like, this is the best recipe I've ever made. But yeah, there's a banoffee pie recipe in that that oh. it's like. I'm pretty proud of how accurate it is compared to the original, like what an original banoffee pie would be. Yeah. And my brother tried that and he said it literally tastes the same. So. Oh, that's good. Is, I, I love maybe that. that. <laughs> when you make, because it's not like healthy food tastes bad, but when you make like one that's based off a, like a traditional food that's not super healthy. Yeah. And then somebody tries it and says it tastes the same. You're just like, oh, yes. Mission accomplished. Yeah, literally. Because yeah. I guess, I guess that, I mean, that's my passion is to help people, I guess, choose healthier alternatives because if you do that enough, then you are eating a healthy diet. Exactly. Um, you don't have to miss out. I mean. Exactly. You don't have to miss out. Um, okay. Love that. I mean, these are all hard for you. Um, savory or sweet? Sweet. 100%. Oh, okay. okay, good. Well, I wasn't sure because like you do a lot of like, I mean, both, but yeah, mm-hmm. I suspect it's sweet. Um, and what is your favorite day of the week? Oh, that's a good question. It's a random one. It depends what I'm doing in the week, but... I mean, that's a very good yeah. point. I mean, Sundays are always good, or Mondays, because I usually have Tuesdays off. Also, maybe Tuesdays, because I yeah. know I have them off every week, so 
yeah. get heaps of stuff done. Nice. Okay, well, that is all of my quick cues. Thank you so much for so coming questions. on. <laughs> I know. <laughs> my slow cues. Um, I'm going to put all your stuff below, but do you want to just say what your Insta is and your blog and stuff like that and how people could get your mini ebook? So it's all foodie G, foodie with two E's. So food, I-W-E-G-W-E. Um, foodie.com, foodie on Instagram. And then if you go to the website, foodie.com, there'll be like a pop-up banner thing that says grab your free ebook. And then you can just type your email in and that should send you there. Get, you'll send, get sent straight to your email inbox. And yeah. when can we expect, you don't have a date, do you, for the... I don't have a set date yet, but hopefully end of November into the new year. Oh. Um, December, sorry. Oh, end okay. of December to right, the new so year. Right, so like soon? Yeah. Wow. I'm trying to get it done. Oh, okay. Well, that's exciting. <laughs> yes. Well, everyone follow Foodie G so you can be um, notified when the new ebook comes out because I'm very excited for that one. Yeah. Over 65 recipes. <laughs> <laughs> everyone okay. on the email list will get notified straight away first. Be the first to know, so. That's it. So yep. go get on. I'm pointing to the mic. Um, <laughs> go get on to the uh, mailing list and get the the mini book first. How many recipes is it? Four. Yeah, it's like a full day's worth. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, start with that, and then soon you can get the next ebook. But yeah, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. It's been amazing. Thank you for tuning into this episode. As always, if you want to hear or see more from me, follow me at Ebony May Health on Instagram. And I can't wait to talk to you in the next episode. Until then, I wish you happiness and real health.